Hello, my name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello, and welcome to the show. How are you? If you're listening on the day this episode comes out, tomorrow is the new moon, just about two weeks after the episode about the new moon came out. Are you ready for whatever you've chosen to do? It's the day or so where the lunar cycle is most closely connected to the sacral, third eye, and crown chakras. So anything that you find helpful for those three chakras can be done with an intention to harness the power of the moon. We went over it in detail in episode 134. And if you're listening another time, no worries. The best part about the lunar cycle is that it's relatively short and the window to celebrate the new moon will come around again soon. Plus, every single day is some day of the cycle, so you can simply see where we are right now and start there if you want to. The important thing is just to start, just to do something if you're interested in moving with this natural energy. There's no particular right or wrong, so let's not get too in our heads about it. Today we're talking about everyone's favorite part of the lunar cycle, the full moon. There's something really special and magical to me about this time, and I don't think it's limited to just me. Looking up at night to see that beautiful orb is inspiring and connecting. The energy of the full moon is young or masculine energy. I do want to note, though, that the general overall energy of the moon is feminine. I got a couple questions about that, and it's an excellent point. The moon, because of its connection to the nighttime and its opposition to the sun, is considered a feminine power. Within the feminine energy during the cycle itself, we experience the moon as being brighter and more active, more sun-like, thus the masculine designation. And let's try to remember that it is all on a scale, right? It isn't binary. It's not one or the other. Just like within each of us, we all have the qualities present of yin and yang, so do all parts of nature, including the moon. The waxing moon and the full moon are when the masculine energies present in the moon are felt more. It doesn't diminish the feminine qualities in any way, just as when we express different parts of ourselves, we don't lose the parts that aren't visible in the moment. I hope that makes sense. So the energy of the full moon, when it's reflecting the light of the moon most brightly to the earth, is masculine or young. And this makes sense because the full moon is the most highly active time of the lunar cycle. If you need to be outside at night, and assuming you didn't have electric lights, the full moon is when you'd be able to see best. Sometimes when the moon is really bright and the sky is clear, you you could do plenty of work and, and things outside and still see anything that was around you or any threats that were coming. Of course, we don't really have to do that anymore, but that doesn't mean we don't still feel the high activity of the full moon. 
The season we work with at the full moon is the summer. Again, makes sense because the light of the moon is the sun's light reflected back at the earth. And summer is when we tend to feel the heat and experience the light of the sun most during the year. The summer is the time when many plants and animals are in their prime. The delicate growth is finished, the time where the young beings are most at risk. They've made it through to a time when they're firmly rooted or or big enough to go out into the world. For us, this is a time when all the proverbial seeds we've planted and nurtured during days 1 through 12 or so have come to fruition or at least completed the cycle that they're in for now. We have three days of the full moon to enjoy our work, to explore it, to engage in any more growth or development. It's a time of visibility. We can see in the light of the full moon. We can see the physical manifestation of our efforts. It's peak creation time. If your seeds and planning were more internal than external, Think of this as your time to shine, time to let others see what you've done and are doing, if you're comfortable with that. The moon itself has a strong pull on our planet during this time, the strongest of the cycle. The tides are more extreme, and we we might find ourselves at the edge of ourselves as well, maybe right at the edge of your comfort zone. This is a great time to take a step out of it, shine a little more brightly. That could be drawing more attention to yourself and your work to really find time to express yourself. Combined with the peak creativity of the full moon, artistic ventures could be a good idea or sharing ideas and communicating with someone, maybe even creating with a partner since we're all experiencing the full moon together. One thing I really love to do during the full moon especially the third night of it, is set an intention to release something. We have the creative mindset and the energy, and since we know we're headed into a time to grow quieter, it's a wonderful moment to let go of things we don't need anymore. The full moon can bring us to the height of compassion. And with that compassion, we can forgive ourselves. Forgive people who have hurt us. Let go of perfectionism. It's a great time to set yourself up to lessen the effect of these things in your life. It might not happen all in one lunar cycle, especially if we've been building up resentment and pain for years. But over time, just as it built up, we can release it one full moon at a time. Create a little ritual for letting go. Hand over your pain to the universe and trust that it can be transmuted and the energy returned to you with love during the next cycle. The chakras most closely associated with the full moon are the heart, throat, and the sacral chakras. Yes, the sacral chakra again. You may know that the element associated with the sacral chakra is water, and like I just said about the tides, the moon has a strong effect on the water element within us as well. The sacral chakra is also associated with creativity, which we just talked about being at its peak during the full moon. The sacral chakra also governs relationships. 
And since people are at their brightest and the most magnetic during this phase, it's a good time to connect with others. There's a reason the full moon is said to be romantic. We see this in movies and it's been in literature forever. Our emotions can run a little higher at this time, the domain of the sacral chakra. We might be more sensitive to our feelings and in our ability to empathize with others. All this together, the creativity, the water element, the higher, more surfaced feelings, all of it means that we'll feel a lot of energy in the sacral chakra. Find ways to flow with it rather than push against it. If you're partnered, maybe a date night is a good idea. If you're not, a date night with yourself is a great idea. Or taking partners out altogether, set yourself up to do something creative. Or schedule a work presentation during this time if you want to shine in front of people. You'll be at your best and they'll be highly receptive. Conversely, if you're at a time in your life when you're already prone to high emotions, you know, some periods in life are just like that, right? It can be a rough patch when your emotions are already a little on edge or something. But the full moon might be a time for you to spend alone on yourself, taking stock of your feelings and noticing where you are. It doesn't have to be quiet, but if you're on high alert already, the extra energy of the full moon might be overwhelming. I've said it before, the beautiful thing about the lunar cycle is that it's relatively short. So all these lovely benefits of each cycle are coming again soon. No sense in pushing something when it isn't right now, because you'll have the opportunity again in just a few short weeks. The second chakra we'll talk about with the full moon is the heart chakra. It's affected for some of the same reasons that the sacral chakra is, namely love and relationships. It can be a little easier to feel the open heart chakra during the full moon, making it a little easier to feel connected to others and to yourself. Heart opening practices could be a little more effective backbends during a physical practice or finding yourself connected to a sense of universal love during meditation. And I always think the full moon is a nice time to practice self-acceptance. During the full moon, especially if we're following the cycle over time, you could find it easier to identify your strengths. If you're anything like most people, you spend a lot of time focused on your perceived shortcomings, where you wish you were better, whatever that means. Maybe the full moon is a good time for us to spend opening our hearts to ourselves, to compassion for the fact that being a human is tough and we're doing a pretty good job at it. I think this goes along with the forgiveness and letting go rituals I was talking about earlier. The heart is the chakra of forgiveness. If you're beating yourself up over something, use the power of the full moon to see if you can let go, even just a little. Explore a couple of questions. Ask yourself, what is the benefit of holding on to this? And what is the benefit of letting it go? For the most part, holding on to things we wish we'd done differently in the past doesn't have a real benefit. Sure, we can use the lesson from it to change our future behavior, but so much of the time we're just spiraling, spiraling around the same self-loathing thoughts, not really getting any benefit from them. But if we let them go, if we freed ourselves from the spiral, 
we'd be free to move forward to implement any lessons and free to find the benefits that are waiting for us on the other side. Just some thoughts on what might be happening in your heart chakra and how you can use the full moon to maybe let go of some of that pain. The throat chakra is the third chakra we can really work on to great benefit during the full moon. The throat chakra is is perhaps the primary seat of creativity in the chakra system. When we talk about manifesting, you might have heard people say things like, speak it into existence or other phrases like that. It's where a lot of the work of turning ideas or cosmic downloads into the physical plane happens. And that's what we've done with the moon cycle. We plant the seeds, we nurture them, and then we see them come into existence. And for me, and for so many of you too, I know, manifestation, creation, isn't about making some sort of outward sign of wealth. It could be, I suppose. And there are lots of people who talk about that a lot. But for me, it's the creation of an inner world that I love, the connection to authentic self and allowing that authentic self to manifest in reality instead of being hidden. And what we say, what we communicate is an integral part of the authentic self. If our self-expression isn't authentic, if we're not manifesting something authentic, I just kind of feel like what's the point? It's also why speaking truth into the world is important. It's what we really want in existence, not lies or deception or manipulation at any level. Too much of that will absolutely create a reality that we don't want to live in. You might be able to think of some examples of that in your own life and community. The full moon is a great time for affirmations, truthful self-talk that uplifts, that creates good in the world. So when the full moon comes around and you start to see what you've created, or, or maybe you want to reaffirm your intentions, spend a minute reflecting on the truth of it all and what you honestly believe. Also, because the throat chakra and heart chakra can be so open during this time, The full moon might be a good time for direct, honest communication. Hard conversations can get some energetic support. Being mindful, of course, that emotions might run a little higher at this time as well. During the full moon, everything seems just a little brighter, more more vibrant, a little higher energy. We want to take advantage of this natural energy without overdoing it create, manifest, feel, communicate, forgive, cultivate compassion. These are all parts of the full moon and your sacral heart and throat chakras. It's a time to see the results of your planning and planting and do things that require a little extra energy, perhaps. Be sure to keep the energy focused. We do that by using the first two weeks of the lunar cycle to plan and nurture, and rest. Let the light of the moon and the energy illuminate you. Find those darker places and see if you can allow a little light in. Nothing has to change. It's just a chance to be open to all parts of ourselves and see what's there. 
where can we extend a little more compassion and truth to ourselves and others? There's a lot happening during this time, and it's easy to get overtaxed. Let the work you do during the other parts of the moon cycle support you. And as the full moon starts to move into the waning moon, you'll find another chance to rest and relax and start the process again. We'll get into that more next week, of course. For now, let me know how your moon work is going, if you have questions or if there's something that you want to hear more about. You can find your chakra coach on Facebook and Instagram. Message me there. And there's a link in the show notes to leave a voicemail if communicating that way is easier for you. There has been some interest in journaling prompts for the lunar cycle work. So I will put those up on the Patreon page where you can join if you want to support me and get access to some bonus content. Until next week, my friends. I wish you all the best, and I can't wait to talk again. Bye.